Welcome to another episode of the iOS Lead Essentials Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Caio. We are iOS developers, and we help iOS developers achieve technical excellence. And of course, seriously increase their income. You produce more, you position yourself better, you can make more without working more. That's it. So in this episode, you'll learn the mistakes, the mistakes you avoid to completely transform your iOS dev career in 2021. Maybe you've been a developer for a long time. Maybe you've been developing for the iOS platform for, I don't know, maybe 10 years. But you don't feel like you're progressing as you want it. You don't know where you are, where are the next steps. Or maybe you're just starting out in the career and you want to avoid the mistakes so don't waste time and effort. Make sense? That's it. So today we show you what you need to do now. What you need to do now if you want to achieve twice as much as an iOS developer in 2021. Maybe improve your skills by 2x, 3x. Maybe increase your income by 2x or 3x. And we know that 2020 was a very challenging year for everyone. Who was expecting what happened? It was crazy. Yep. But a lot of iOS developers managed to thrive during this crisis, you know, during these tough times. And we got access to some data that may surprise you. So regardless if you are in the UK, US, Mexico, Brazil, Spain, Ukraine, India, Morocco, Pakistan, Lithuania, Indonesia, these strategies, they are universal. And of course, we are live, so participate, ask questions. Absolutely. We'll be monitoring. Let me see if everything's working correctly. Yeah, looks good. Should be good. Hello from France. Hello. All right. So the first career mistake you need to avoid, you must avoid, is not having a plan. Or not taking the time to plan. <laughs> I know it's boring. You gotta do it. Right? Let me tell you how I directed my career in the beginning. So I went to a bunch of interviews, I got a job, and I just showed up every day, hoping for the best. I believed things would improve progressively. I believed I would just show up every day at work, my skills would improve because I'm working every day. I, I thought I would become more productive just by showing up, you know, and it should, right? If you show up every day at work and you do your work well, you should become faster, you should become better, you should become more productive, you should learn better skills as a programmer. And I thought I would get raises and grow as a professional just at work. But now I call that hope-driven development because I had no plan. I was only hoping right. for the best. <laughs> so I had no vision, right? That's a misconception. That's a mistake. Thinking that things will improve on their own. They won't. So what happened to me? I was getting random results. <laughs> Completely random results. For example, I would get a raise if my boss decided to give me a raise. 
Exactly. So there was no goal there. There was no concrete number that you were after. So any number was good, probably. Exactly. There was no plan. There was no vision. Like, what is the next step right. in my career? When I'm due to a new uh, to a promotion, what do I need to know to get a promotion? What kind of skills do I need to build? And so on. You know, so if you don't have this plan, things will not improve. Things don't improve me, on their let own. Let me say that not only <laughs> they will not improve, there's a good chance they're going to become worse, you know, as we as we grow old. So, yeah, this is something that you need absolutely to look into and, yeah, devise a plan. Like, have a strategy, have goals, audacious goals, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a universal concept if things are not improving they are automatically getting yeah. worse if your salary is not increasing it is actually decreasing because there's inflation you know things are getting more expensive so if you don't work to improve things things will not improve on their own they might get mm -hmm. worse yep makes sense So for things to change, you need to change. For things to improve, you need to improve. That's the universal concept. So, for example, now I know that I need to plan and I need to negotiate with my boss a date for a performance review and set clear goals for what I need to do to get my next promotion. Some companies will give you that plan already when you join. But we've been mentoring hundreds of developers and we know that most companies don't. So you're just randomly going to work and then hoping for the best. And that's not great. You know, so if your company is not providing you that, you need to talk to your boss. You need to have a date for your performance review and know what they're going to be looking for in their performance and set clear goals. What is the next step? So when you get a raise, you already set the clear goals for the next promotion. So you have a date where you're gonna have that talk already, maybe six months, maybe a year. But don't sit down, show up every day at work and expect things to improve. Expect your boss to come to you and say, oh my God, you are so good. I'm gonna double your salary. Can happen, of course. Has it happened? Of course. Is it likely? No. <laughs> and that's the problem. Don't rely yeah. on luck. Make sense? That's it. Because at the time, in the beginning of my career, I didn't know any better. I, I wish someone told me that. Because I would have not wasted a lot of time and effort doing random stuff and getting, and getting random results. <laughs> so there you go. And yep. it's never too late. It's never too late. doesn't matter if you are 10 years in your career or just starting out. It's never too late. You can do it. All right. So you need a strategy and you need to plan. Does it make sense? Do we have any questions about that? Uh, we we don't. No, no, no. 
Okay, some people asking questions about UIKit and Swift UI. <laughs> yeah, Gordon. Thanks, yeah. Gordon. Great question. Yeah. Great answer. All right, so you need to plan. But how can you plan? That's what I'm going to show you in this podcast. What do you need to do? Step by step. The questions you need to ask. The data you need to gather. The research you need to make. So I'm going to show you, but you need to do it. <laughs> Just having the knowledge doesn't change anything as well. It's action that change things. So, and I recommend that you plan 2021 as soon as possible, before it begins. Why not plan it this weekend? You know, why don't you reserve your next Saturday or Sunday to do it? Not just one hour or two hours. The whole day. Choose a day. Saturday, Sunday. And you're going to plan your year, 2021. Because you can get 2x, 3x improvements in your skills and income if you do it. But you got to do it. So the first step is to have a clear understanding where you are. Because the plan is different for everyone. If you're a senior, if you're a junior, if you're a lead, you know, depending where you live and so on. So you need data. You need data about you and you need data about the market where you operate. And if you don't know where you are, you cannot get clear directions to where you want to go, which is the next mistake. Next mistake, mistake number two iOS developers make in their career is lack of tracking, not measuring your professional data. And if you want to grow professionally in 2021, in whatever aspect, you need to know where you stand right now. Again, no magic, <laughs> no tricks, no hacks. <laughs> you just need to know where you are. Right? So, for example, my friend called me the other day asking, how can I get to London Bridge? <laughs> I don't know. Where are you? <laughs> exactly. I don't know where I am. I don't know. I'm lost. Yeah. Well, give me some directions. What do you see around you? <laughs> to get anywhere, you need to enter your current location. Where are you right now in your career? How much are you making? What is your current position? And so on. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 exactly what you need to do, and understand. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's once you have the, this this goal, right? Like when you have once you have this plan, you know, you can look into the past, into the present, to the future, and understand. You know, are you on the path to accomplish this plan? And tracking is what makes it possible, of course. Professionals track. Amateurs hope for the best. Mm -hmm. Makes sense? If you want to be the highest level athlete, you track every workout, you track everything you eat. It's the same idea. Yeah. If you want to achieve big results, if you want to dream big, which you should, you need to track your data. You need to track how many hours you worked, how many tomatoes. You know, have some kind of process where you can measure your own productivity. You don't need to share with everyone, with anyone. It's your data. You need to understand how much you make, 
a year, how much you make a month, not just gross, but like how much actually gets into your account, you know? And what are the possibilities in the market for you to have a 2x, 3x improvement? Because the opportunities are out there. You just need to realize, research, understand where you are, track your data, and work towards it. So if you want to create a good plan, you need to know where you are. If you want to lose one kilo, you need to understand how many calories are you eating normally a day. And then you can see like how many calories deficit you can have to lose this kilo. And how long do we want it to happen? When I lose one kilo in one week is different than losing a kilo in a month and so on. So if you want to increase your salary, oh, Kyle, I, don't make, I want to make $200,000 a month. How much do you make now? I don't know. Well, if you don't know, how can you get there? How much companies are paying in the city you live? You know, maybe it's unrealistic or maybe you should be looking for 300, you know? So you need to understand where you are. Right, so if you want to go to London Bridge and you are in Athens, Mike, what do you need to do? <laughs> get a plane. Get a plane, a couple trains, maybe. And a train. Yeah. If you're in Paris, Maybe two Maybe trains. Two trains. If you are in Tower Bridge, yeah, just walk. Just walk. If you're willing to walk, or you get a cab, <laughs> if you want to go faster, you know. But you need to understand where you are. Yes. And some people are so close to their destination, you know, <clears throat> can just walk there. But if you don't know where you are, yes. Maybe you don't know where you want to go as well. Do you know what you want? It's important to know as well. For example, I met a senior iOS developer in London making $45,000 pounds. <laughs> 45,000 pounds a year. It's a very good salary. But we mentor junior iOS developers in London who make 50,000 pounds mm -hmm. a year. So no, there's something wrong. 45,000 pounds is a good salary in London. But for an iOS developer, a senior iOS developer could be making double that. Yes. Makes sense? So the senior probably didn't do their homework. They didn't track their data for the past three years. So how much you're leaving on the table? So if you could make double that, let's say 150,000 pounds you didn't make, that's three years. You could have saved, you know? Yeah. Exactly. It's the same. Imagine if you double your salary for the next three years, it's the same as your boss just says, hey, just take three years off. <laughs> you make the same amount. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. So and a senior iOS developer is like in Tower Bridge, right? And to get to London Bridge, they're so close. They just walk there. You can just yes. walk there. But if you don't know where you are and where you want to go, you're going to stay in the same place and nothing's going to change. You can be working, working, showing up every day for eight hours, just like everyone else, but getting half what you should have been getting. And this is a problem, right? So some people just need a little push. They are right there. Just need a little push to go after it. And with the right plan, someone in London can make even more a senior or lead developer can make even more than a hundred thousand pounds a year as, as a permanent yeah, as employee. A permanent, let's say yes. 
as a contractor you can make more but with less stability yeah makes sense yeah i mean that's the importance of tracking like you wouldn't know right if you if you weren't tracking if you didn't care enough to track like you know maybe you earn you're a senior uh you're in a senior role and you earn 50 thousand and you know you, you just stay there and things don't progress as you wish and then but you don't know why you know well it's probably because of lack of tracking you know and the uh setting a plan um yeah, you don't know where you are. You don't know where you want to go. Yeah, you don't know the possibilities. You know a another I, another phenomenal uh, in my experience uh, application of tracking is that it actually when things go when things don't progress. You know when you're in this uncomfortable dip and you're facing adversity, so you are being challenged, right? You're like your faith is being challenged. You know having a solid tracking record right that you can actually go uh and revise and see okay how are things going you know things are progressing well you know in the past i don't know three six twelve months so i am making progress but maybe like currently i'm not making progress you know and think that's that's the essence of adversity right of course so it keeps you on track you know it keeps the the faith alive <laughs> on what you're trying <laughs> yes. to achieve so you're seeing results yeah. right even maybe there is low yeah, results exactly. there's more results but you see exactly. results and you know that if you keep doing things are going to improve some people can do it quicker some people are a bit slower doesn't yes. matter doesn't matter it allows you to just walk your steps you know walk your steps about you comparing not to someone else's data to your data yesterday because you want to achieve your best potential not someone else's best potential exactly Make yes sense? <clears throat> that's why you need to track your data your data you need to know it you know it's not like you're going to work more to get more mm -hmm. that's what amateurs do professionals become more productive so they can make more working the same amount of time make sense that's it you're still gonna go eight hours a day to work so why not get the most out of it yeah <laughs> why settle for average it doesn't make sense you're not saving anything saving effort you're actually wasting time and effort by not doing it make mm -hmm. sense because working double to get double that's what amateurs do if you want to be a professional you're going to learn the skills the processes so you can grow without working more you can deliver more value with the same amount of time do we have any questions about this um no we have a question is it too early to ask for a performance evaluation after three months of work i don't think it's too early if you think it's if you think you should do it you know okay yeah there's never like too short performance evaluation it's all about how you negotiated that with the company when you joined mm -hmm. you know maybe when you join you say hey one part of the contract will be that we're going to have performance evaluation every three to six months 
or every year. You know, this should be written down. You should have agreed that as well. Does it need to even wonder, when is the next time I'm going to have a performance evaluation? Yeah. Makes sense? It. Exactly. Ideally, all parties should know the dates and negotiate what's, what's fair. All right. Anything else? I think that's it for now. Yeah. We'll have a couple of comments, questions. We can address those later. Yeah, I think most of those questions will be addressed yeah. as we progress. Yeah. What about Facebook? Anyone on Facebook? Uh, <laughs> much like fewer people. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Awesome. Makaya, what if I don't know how to track? That's the mistake number three. Not knowing what to measure. Mm -hmm. Make sense? If you want to grow twice as much, you need to assess your current location so you can get a better direction to where you want to go. But if you get irrelevant data, it's not going to help you. If you get the wrong data, if your GPS is broken, it doesn't show you where you are right now. You're probably going to get to the wrong place. Make sense? Yes. For example, lines of code written. Is this a useful measure to know if you're becoming a better developer or not? <laughs> I don't think it is because if you're writing bad code, the more lines of code you write, the worse the result. <laughs> yes. When writing bad code, the ideal line of lines of code is zero. <laughs> okay. So w wait a second, because I'm not sure like this is important here. So you're saying if we're adding more and more code, are we actually progressing? Right? Like, let's say if I write. I don't know, 10 apps a year, you know, 20 apps a year. Am I actually progressing as a, as a professional, as an IRS developer? There are some companies that they track, they check the Git history right. and they track how many lines of code, how many commits right. each developer did. And this is part of the, the bonus, <laughs> right? The performance evaluation. Okay. Because like, and when the developers know that you just write your code in a way that you double the lines of code, right? <laughs> yes. Like, exactly. Does it make sense? That's not a useful measure for the long term. It's a hack. I'm not talking about hacks here. Yes. You know, are there hacks that can make me get some quick, like short term results? Yes, of course mm -hmm. there are. But if not sustain it, right? Like, you want to double my salary, Kyle? Well, get a second job can you sustain two jobs at the same time probably not <laughs> right so that's not a good strategy right so let's give you a couple of questions here there'll be your gps to help you find out where you are right now so get a notebook or open the notes app <laughs> text edit 
Sublime, Xcode, whatever, whatever you have in front mm -hmm. of you there. And you can enter text. And you can enter text. How long have you been an iOS developer? Write down. Or a developer in general. Maybe you switched, you know, transitioned from iOS development or to iOS development from another platform. Write it down. How long have you been a developer? How long have you been writing software? Write it down. X amount of years. What is your current role? Junior? Mid? Senior? Lead? Tech lead? Principal? Engineer? Whatever it is. Now ask yourself, with the amount of year I've been in the industry, what should be my current role? Yeah. Maybe you don't know. And then you need to do some research. But this is important data that you need to have. So how many skills have you learned in 2020? Maybe it's zero, you know, maybe it's zero just showing up every day like I was in the beginning of my career. And because you were not challenged at work, you didn't have to learn any new skills. It happens. But if you want things to change, you need to change in 2021. Next question. How many skills have you mastered in 2020? Again, maybe it's zero. No problem. It's never too late. But you gotta do it. Next year. How many books have you read in 2020? Maybe it's zero. No problem. And by the way, those questions are related to your career. Yeah. Right, so how many books have you read that would have an impact in your career? It doesn't need to be a programming book, yeah. but something that will make you grow. Maybe a negotiation book. You know, anything that would help you grow in your career. The skills as well. Maybe you learn how to, I don't know, roller... <laughs> yeah, like... Bowling. Yeah, like, would it help you at work? Maybe it yeah. would. Because you're going to bowl with your boss and you're going to grow <laughs> in your career. I don't know. <laughs> right. Next question. How many courses have you taken in 2020? Again, maybe it's zero. You've been only dealing with emergencies every day, just showing up. But again, it's never too late. But you need to get this data, you know? You may not like the answers you're going to enter there, but you need to enter those answers. And if you don't like them, you can improve. How would you rate your Swift knowledge from 0 to 10? What are the gaps you have in this, your Swift knowledge? Are you comfortable with generics? With the type system? Do you understand automatic reference counting? And so on. You need to rate yourself. And the ones you get a lower score, you need to improve. So how would you rate your iOS platform knowledge from 0 to 10? including obscure topics, run loops, 
Do you know what a run loop is? What do you use it for? How it influences your code? How it influences like multi-threaded code? And so on. Auto-release pools, like do you understand them? Maybe you never used one, but behind the scenes, they are running in your application. You need to understand them. One day you're going to need them. So you need to at least understand what they are. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Next question. How are your automated testing skills from 0 to 10? Are you writing tests? Are you testing your application manually? Are you wasting time running your application every time? Or can you automate this work? Because if you can automate the work and you can speed up, you can develop more, you can deliver more value without working more. What about your software developer, uh, software architecture skills from zero to 10? What about your Git skills? Are you wasting a lot of time or losing work with Git? or by not using Git, or whatever source control you use, SVN, Mercurio, whatever you're using. Do you understand how things work? Do you know how to merge code? Do you know how to rebase code? Do you know how to deal with conflicts confidently that you're not going to lose work? Those are important skills if you want to be productive. Next one. It's a big one. How is your reputation in the iOS industry from 0 to 10? Are you contributing to the community? Do you have a blog or YouTube channel where you share your knowledge with others? So are you helping others? Are you known in the industry? So your score may be zero in your reputation in the industry because no one knows you, right? You never shared anything, you never helped anyone. And that's fine as well. You know? But if you want things to change, you need to change. If you want things to improve, you need to improve. Make sense? Yeah, exactly. Because if you help others, if you build your reputation, everything gets easier. If people know you, it's much easier to get a job. Make sense? Like you, I, the jobs will run after you. Repeat you. that. <laughs> it's a huge difference. Instead of you running after jobs and having every time you go to an interview, you need to prove that you know what you do, that you are a good developer. You know, you bypass all of that, and companies will come to you and say, "Hey, I really like what you do, the way you interact with the community, and we'd like you to work with us." Yes. Your So those are hard questions, you know, but you need to be honest with yourself. Yes, exactly. It's you need to be truthful. And I mean, most of the times, you know, like we don't want to think about these things if we if we score, you know, on the lower side of the spectrum. But that doesn't mean they're not there, you know. I don't know if you're not familiar with Git or whatever, you know, you're still not familiar with Git. <laughs> the rest of the world <laughs> becomes more familiar with Git. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be left behind. And another another thing uh, I, I would like to add, because I think it's so important what you're saying is that your 
employability, if that's a word, or your <laughs> um, salary and the economic value you get uh, is a function of the value you bring to the market. So if you help a bunch of people, including other developers and businesses to achieve their goals, you're going to be compensated for that. So very simple. No secrets, no magic. No. <laughs> it worked 5,000 years ago. It works today. It's going to work 5,000 years from now. Yep. <laughs> no hacks, no tricks. Just be productive. Be good. And you don't need to share your answers with anyone. Yeah. You know? This is for you. You're measuring your current location so you can enter your destination on your GPS and you can find what is the next step and the next step and the next step. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Step by step, everyone can get there. That's the secret. Yeah. <laughs> what is the secret is that there is no secret. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mistake number four. Not doing research. Mm-hmm. No. Not knowing the possibilities around you. For example, when I was 17 years old, I started working. Me and my friends, I mean, I don't know, we were making 500 reais a month, like the top salary among us. So all of us wanted to make 500 reais. You know, that was our cap. That's what we knew was possible. Yes. <laughs> and then the same year I joined university and I started hanging with people that were like 25, 35 years old, making 5,000 a month. That's what? 10x difference. So it opened my mind to possibilities, right? Now I was chasing that. Now I had a new north, mm-hmm. right? To aim to. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. That's what research can do to you. It's gonna open your horizons, you know, to possibilities. Maybe you complain about your salary and you think things are hard, but you just don't know how many other opportunities and possibilities there are around you. So you need to do your research. You need to understand if there is a 10x, you know, possibility around you. And maybe, of course, it's not like you're just going to find out about this 10x. It's not like I joined university, I learned about 10x, and I got a 10x job. No. But I knew it was possible. And then I just need to learn what kind of skills I need to get there. Learn those skills. You know, step by step. And get it. And aim higher and higher and higher. Make sense? Yes. Uh, yes, it does. And it it's very important to understand that you, like, not just you, everyone will be constrained from their environment, right? Like, so, <laughs> like, you know, because you are exposed, you're being exposed to your environment. So that doesn't mean there there is more out there if that makes sense you know from your environment and you need to look for that you, you need to do research and and see you know i mean if you're not happy where you are of course like you need to 
see what what el what else is out there and again don't don't be afraid to aim high you know <laughs> say like okay the average salary is this for example you know i mean because you mentioned that before i'm going to reach i don't know that or 10% more why why not 100% more why not 200% more you know exactly maybe there is a 2x 5x 10x you know around the corner yes but you need to know you need to do your research like when i moved to london i did some research and i found out the top positions would make above a hundred thousand pounds they were not easy to get i couldn't get in like instantly but i could work towards that right then I found out that there were contractors making 800 to 1,000 pounds a day. Again, what skills do I need? Build those skills, you get the opportunities. Very simple. Makes sense? Very simple. Yep. That's it. And the average salary, as you said, what is it? It's half that, right? Yes. If your only research is what people are offering you on LinkedIn, you might be very limited in thinking. You know, you don't understand your possibilities. If you're only exposed to average salaries, like I was when I was 17 and everyone's making like 500, <laughs> I thought that's all there is. And I was happy because it was like enough, but I was still going to work eight hours a day. I was still going to work eight hours a day, just like the person that was making 10X was going eight hours a day, you know, but not being ambitious, I was not saving anything, yes. you know, just wasting time and effort, the same amount of hours we're getting 10 times less. So that's what research can do to you. Open your eyes to the possibilities. So dream big. When you're doing research, you need to research for your current position, for your current experience, for your current skills, what is the maximum you can get, and also research what is the next step. If I build more skills, what skills do I need to get a 2x or a 10x return? You know, what do I need to do to get there? You need to understand the possibilities and how to get there. So write down an answer to these questions here. Should you have been in a higher role for how long you've been an iOS developer? If you say yes, enter the role you believe you should have. Maybe you are a mid-level iOS developer. You have a mid-level position, but you could be a senior or a lead already. Or maybe you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, if you don't know, write it down and research afterward. People with my skills, people with my, uh, I don't know, how many years have been in the industry with the same kinds of apps I've produced? Like, how much do they make? Another question. What is the average salary for your current role? Where you live? So you need to understand the average salary for your current role. If you're a senior developer and you're making like $50,000 a year and you find out that actually the average is 60 
60,000 or 70,000. You're right there to get that, you know? You're right there to get it, to get the average, not even more than average. This happens when we procrastinate, you know? If I procrastinate in the same position, years pass very quickly. One year, two years, three years pass by, I'm in the same position, you know? So if we procrastinate, you might find ourselves below average at some point. This is easy to correct. This is easy to correct, but you need to do the research. Next question. What is the highest salary for your current role where you live? The highest one for the current role. Maybe you're a senior developer, lead developer, and you are happy, I don't know, with 70,000, but you find out that they are senior and they are, I don't know, lead developers making 100, working eight hours a day, just like you. Make sense? Yeah. Are you writing it down? <laughs> probably, probably you should add on that, on, on like the, the top salaries that you think, just add like 50% more on that, just to be safe. Because <laughs> you probably haven't heard of these offers there. All right. Next question. Which of the following better describes your current salary for where you live? Below average, average, or above average? Now we need to know, right? So this is about you right now, your current role, your current situation, your current location. Now we need to research what is the highest salary for the top row in your industry, right? So in iOS development, where you live, what is the highest salary the top, top, top iOS developer makes? When you actually do the research, you will be surprised. You will be surprised. You may be thinking too small. You may be thinking that people are making I don't know. If you're in Mexico, you may be thinking that people are making 30,000 pesos a month, which is around, what, $1,500. But maybe people are making 70, like double that, Mm -hmm. even more than double. Or maybe you're in Brazil and everyone you know makes, I don't know, 5,000 reais a month, 6,000, 8,000. And you don't know that there are people making 20, 25 a month, 1,000. So you need to do your research. And if you don't know, write a rough guess and research afterward. All right, next question that's important as well. Because maybe you are kept by the market you are in. You live in a very tiny city, don't have a lot of jobs. So write down, how much would you like to make a year if you were not kept by the market where you live? Write it down. I would like to make X per year. Reasonable. 
again, for example, if you're in Mexico and you are capped by 30,000 pesos a month, can you position yourself maybe to get a remote position from a bigger city in Mexico that pays, I don't know, 50 or 70? Or could you work for a company abroad and make $5,000 a month? Or maybe you live in California and you pay $5,000 just for your rent, you know, <laughs> a studio. Yeah. Could you get a remote job paying the same, but you can live in a cheaper place? And so on. Do your research. If you were not kept, what, how much could you make? Does it make sense? Because when you know the possibilities, it's just a matter of having a plan, a strategy, and following it. That's it. It's not easy. I'm not talking about easy stuff here. Yes. We're talking about completely transforming your career. That's not easy, yes. right? <laughs> We're not trying to give you a quick hacks here. If you want to completely transform your career, these are the things you need to do in 2021. You need to start doing it now. Yeah, exactly. Plan. Continuously execute, relentlessly. Because <laughs> then, the questions you need to ask yourself after you do the research. What programming skills and tools do you need to master to get these offers? Because if you're asking here in the chat, Kaya, should I learn your kit or Swift UI? I don't know. What do you want? What kind of positions do you want to achieve? You mm -hmm. know? It depends. It depends. So you need to find out the research, where you are, where you want to go, and then you just need to learn what programming skills you need to master to get these offers, these offers, these high offers. So software architecture, testing, object-oriented programming, functional programming, Swift, Git, And what kind of non-programming skills do you need to learn to get these offers? Maybe you need some leadership training to get to lead positions, tech lead. Maybe you need to learn a new language. Maybe you need to learn, I don't know, improve your English or Spanish to get opportunities abroad. Maybe you need better negotiation skills. Because you have the skills, but you just cannot negotiate it. Make sense? Writing. Yes. So you can, you yes. know, improve your blog, your CV. Yes. I mean... What else? Video editing, if you have a YouTube channel. Or if you want to create a YouTube channel to promote yourself, start creating your own brand. my life is much easier now if I want to find a job than before having the YouTube channel before <laughs> having essential developer and so on make sense public spe speaking <laughs> public speaking to give talks yes especially online now you don't even need to travel anywhere to give a talk 
How awesome is that? <laughs> and attend the talks as well. Learn from others. Yes. And share your knowledge as well. Marketing. Are you promoting yourself? It's important. I know it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> If you're a developer, maybe you don't find marketing fun. But you gotta do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because because okay, so okay guys, like this is one of the big ones, right? I mean <laughs> you need to pay attention to this. And I don't think you can say you can say, oh no, I'm a developer. No, like you're a professional developer. That means you belong in a market, you provide value to the market, right? It's not about hacking stuff out and geeking stuff out, right? It's it's not about the code, is 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 a whole is much more that um consists your professional self if that makes sense right and marketing is an integral part without it nobody would know you so that's not good probably for you for your livelihood for your bank account <laughs> you know so that's it You gotta do your research. Do we have any questions about research? Someone asked, is Glassdoor a truthful source? To that, I would like to reply, I do not know, but I would say it is a source. And my advice is if you're going to do research is like find a bunch of sources, not just one. That's it. It may be a good source in the US, but it may not be a good source in Indonesia, for example. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense? <laughs> so you need to find what is a good source for where you live. Exactly. And it's important to get different sources and compare as well. If there's huge discrepancies, then probably one of them are very wrong. <laughs> You need to do more research. Yes. If one says that the top salary is $70,000, the other one says the top salary is $120,000, that's a huge gap. It's a huge gap. So something's wrong. Research more. How to get iOS job quickly? It depends where <laughs> right. how much experience do you have did you score yourself with the questions we asked all right next mistake next mistake big one where is it not investing in your education it's a big one mm -hmm. massive Because, you know, many of us, we only exercise our skills, as I said in the beginning of my career, only exercise my skills at work. What is the problem? Only exercising at work, only learning what happens at work. You know, unfortunately, you can't improve because you have limited time, limited time to practice at work. Exactly. For example, we don't expect musicians to practice 
on the stage, right? Yes. <laughs> like if you play guitar for a band and you go to the stage, that's not the time to practice. Makes sense. Imagine. <laughs> same principle, exact same principle. When you go to work as a developer, you're not there to become a better developer. It will happen, you will improve a little bit, you become more productive, you will learn how to work as a team, you know, teamwork will improve and so on. The company may pay you some courses, may give you some time, but if you want to grow as a professional, you cannot just rely on improving at work because work at work is pretty much random, as we said previously. It's random. There are some skills that maybe you're not going to exercise at work. And those are the skills you need to progress in your career. Maybe you don't have space to learn how to test or how to improve the architecture of your code bases at work. Everything's an emergency. Every day, you know, always behind schedule. <laughs> so you need to do it on your own time. Just like musicians, you know, they practice before the gig. They go to the gig to perform. Why? Because there's a schedule, you know, there's a playlist. They have a time limit. They have expectations to fulfill. Yes. Just like you. So just like musicians, they practice, they rehearse, they learn before the gig. We need to also do the same before the gig. And then we show up to the gig to get the rewards of our hard work. You know? Yes. Exactly. So when you don't learn, outside work, you are giving away your ability to be a better professional. And that's not good. So you need to take the time on your own to read books and take courses. Maybe you're lucky enough that where you work, your boss gives you one day a week for training, you know, for taking courses, maybe they pay you for courses and for your books. And ideally you should find workplaces that are like this. But if it's not, it's your responsibility to invest in yourself. If they're not investing in you, you need to invest in yourself so you can find a better place to work. Make sense? That's it. Don't let others decide if you're going to be successful or not. That's your responsibility. Yes. So take control of your career and invest in yourself. Make sense? Rodrigor says something very important. So he says, another big problem on studying only at work is that many times <clears throat> In small mid companies, you will be one of the best developers on the team. So you will end up teaching your team, <laughs> you know, spending time there, but no one will learn from, he says. Yeah, exactly. That's very, so yes. <laughs> teaching is amazing because you're going to learn a lot by teaching as well. But again, just teaching your team, you're limited to whatever problems you are solving right there, right? And maybe you need to learn how to solve bigger, more challenging problems to grow as a professional. Because teaching is a big part of learning as well. So you need to teach your team 
as well. Cool. Yeah, I, I I like the example with the musician because the goal is to amaze the crowd. You know, you know your crowd is there for as you said a limited time, and you just want them to have the best time possible. I think that's absolutely transferable to the workplace. You know, you want to amaze the crowd, the team, the business, everyone. You know, like provide maximum value all the time. So they come back, yes. right? So they come yes. back to the next gig and they bring their friends. Ex and they recommend you and inspire people you know the, like the rest of the team inspire them you know always so so if they're inspired they now they're incentivized for them to provide uh good solutions and they're going to grow up of course and then the chance of 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 um amazing the crowd you know is like probably higher and then you're becoming a good teacher as well in my opinion yeah. Yeah, I see here in the chat a lot of people have this same problem. All right, so that's it. You gotta invest in your education. Don't let others decide if you're going to be successful or not. That's your responsibility. Next mistake. Not having a rainy day fund, right? Or not creating an emergency reserve. Mm -hmm. Or in simple terms. Yes. <laughs> not having cash. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, yes. not having cash. Because if you don't have this emergency reserve, if you don't have cash, you'll be afraid of losing your job. We all got bills to pay every month, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're afraid of losing your job, you won't achieve your maximum potential. That's a fact. You know, all your decisions, all your decisions will be clouded by this fear, this need to stick to your current job, even if it's not a good job. No, you're going to keep your head low and not take the lead to improve things as well. So things probably won't improve. Because for things to improve, you need to improve. But if you don't have space or the means to invest in yourself, you will not improve and things will not improve. Make sense? Yes. Yes. Very important. And it's not easy. But as Jim Rohn says, don't wish it was easier. Wish <laughs> you were better. Yes. Make sense? Yes, exactly. It's not easy, but it's one of those that will give you the freedom to move more freely, if that makes sense. You know, like you're going to have some flexibility. So it's important to, to create that fund to have this flexibility. For any kind of emergencies, not just yeah. about your job, yeah. you know, and also having cash to be able to invest in yourself. Yeah. Especially if you find yourself wanting a better workplace. If you don't have the funds to maybe stop working for a couple of weeks, you know, 
to actually look for a better job, you will try to get a new job before you quit the job you don't like. But you need to show up every day to the job you don't like because you got bills to pay. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? You don't have time, enough time to go to interviews, to do the cold tests. Maybe you need to do some, you know, take home exercises. And if you don't have time to do it, or you're going to do it very quickly because you don't have the energy or the time after you finished work, you probably won't pass the challenges, you won't pass the job interviews, and you cannot get the better job. Or you're going to pass some interviews for jobs that are not better at all than the current one you have, and you're going to accept the first offer that you get because you're afraid of not having a job. Make sense? Yes, exactly. But if you have six months or 12 months, your monthly cost in an emergency reserve, you're not afraid of taking a little bit more risk to get a new job, a better one. Make sense? Yep. And you also have a reserve to invest in opportunities. You're not afraid. Right, you're more comfortable taking the time to find opportunities that can drastically improve your current situation. Yes. So some questions you need to ask yourself about this. How much do you have in an emergency reserve? Maybe it's zero right now. No problem. But you can start creating one now. Right? Plan to save as much as possible, as much as you can, until you have 6 to 12 months of your monthly cost. So 6 months if you have a stable job. 12 months savings usually if you have a very unstable contract. Mm-hmm. So sit down and do the math. How much do you spend a month? How much do you need to be comfortable for six months in, an, in a reserve? You're not supposed to just quit your job and stay six months not doing anything and just spending the money. <laughs> You're not even supposed to quit your job. Yes. You can have this emergency reserve and find a new job before you quit the current one. But you're not afraid. You know? Mm-hmm. That's the key. So sit down and do the math. If you save 10% of what you make right now, every month, how long until you can save up six months of your monthly cost? Make sense? Yeah. And what if you get a percentage of what you make as well and invest in a, in a course or, I don't know, anything that can help you increase your income? Right? Because maybe you're going to see that it's going to take a long time for me to create this emergency reserve. I don't make a lot of money. So we have an income problem. How can you increase your income? Right? Because if you increase your income, you can get your emergency reserve much faster as well. So other questions you need to ask yourself. How much did you make in 2020? You don't need to tell me. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't want to know. Exactly. <laughs> These questions are for you, for you to reply to, you know, to your data. So how much did you make? How much have you spent? 
how much have you saved yeah because with this data with this data you, now you can create some projections you know of how much you can save in 2021 how long it will take you to have this emergency reserve they will give you the peace of mind of not being afraid of looking for better opportunities or investing in yourself make sense mm -hmm. And if you reduce your costs or increase your income, you can get there much quicker. Simple math. So mistake number seven. Setting an unrealistic plan. <laughs> or overestimating what you can do in a year. <laughs> Make sense? Yes. If you set your plan, no, I'm going to make $300,000 in 2021. But the maximum you ever made, ever in a year, is forty thousand or fifty thousand. That can be an overestimation. Maybe you do have a very, 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 very good strategy, and you can get there. There are possibilities, you know. You can get a ten x, maybe with a good strategy. You can even make more than that, but be realistic. You know how many sources of income you have. If it's only a job. And you are making, I don't know, forty thousand dollars a year. You cannot just jump to three hundred thousand. You should be realistic. It's nice to dream big, but maybe that's your five years plan to get there. You know, two thousand twenty-one. Be realistic so you can get and achieve your goals. And maybe you have a five and a ten years plan as well. Forgetting, I don't know, ten years plan to get a million, a million dollars in a year. Why not? Probably not just as a software developer. Your salary can be part of that amount. You probably would have to create some other sources of income. You can create some apps as well, some services you can sell at the same time, some passive income, yeah. you know. But for 2021, what is a realistic plan from where you are right now? Right now. Then you can have five, 10 years plan, but be realistic. I think Bill Gates said that people under no, overestimate what they can do in one year and they underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Right. Don't do it. Mistake number eight. Lack of balance in life. No, of course, you should assess your professional life and make those plans. But you need to also look at your personal life personal life things that can prevent you from achieving your career goals makes sense equally important not to be neglected exactly so how is your personal life how are your relationships your family friends how is your health yeah you know your career what are you achieving in your career is 100% related to how you live your life as well. Everything is connected. <laughs> exactly. Everything is connected. Yes. yes. You know, it's very, very easy to get out of balance and sacrifice your health. For example, to grow in your career faster. You know, get two jobs, don't sleep enough, eat badly, and so on. How long can you sustain it? What if you get sick and you are out of work for three months? 
six months. That's a three months, six months, maybe a year setback in your plans. Make sense? Yeah. So your career plans needs to fit in your life. Careful with the sacrifices you're going to make. We have a couple questions here. Thomas asks, is guaranteed 30% raise every year good enough or is it too ambitious of a goal to strive for? Considering the developer already makes enough to feel happy slash comfortable, but is not at his salary limit already. It depends on the market you're talking about. It depends how much you make already. It depends the position, depends on your skills. Does it make sense? Yes. Can you get 30% raise every year? Absolutely. Yes. Even more. Exactly. Depending on your plan, depending on how you execute, depending if you can sustain that growth as well over time. Yes. But yes, you can. You can. 30%. Yes, but absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if no one But you may get into a point that you're going to see that like increasing your salary may not be that easy anymore because you're already like you're already past the you're already out of the curve, you know, you're already making more than the top developers. Then you can if you still want to grow more, you can start looking about investing because if you have high income, you probably have high savings power and then you can start creating apps, creating services, or even start teaching online or helping other developers achieve the same. And you can increase your income from different sources. Make sense? Yes. But yeah, if you're not at the limit of your salary, absolutely. Victor asks, what do you guys suggest when we are negotiating for a new job? They usually ask for what salary do we want? Should we say it? No. <laughs> we have a... <clears throat> excuse me. The previous podcast, Victor, 27, <clears throat> is exactly on this topic. So I highly recommend you check it out. No, you don't need to say it. Because they already have a number in their heads. Let's say they, they're like, okay, we are willing to pay up to $150,000. And then you show up and they ask, how much do you want? And you say... Uh, I want a hundred thousand. I'd say, okay, we can make a hundred thousand. You know? They have a budget, so you don't have to say it. But they're going to ask you. Absolutely going to ask you. <laughs> so watch podcast 27? I, I believe so. I believe it's 27, yes. 27, yeah. All right, so simple assessment for your balance in life. In your personal life, write down, are you 0 to 10? Are you 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10? In your professional life, what is your score? 0 to 10. Your health, 0 to 10. Your finance, 0 to 10. This is also going to be part of your GPS because if you say oh my health is like a three that's a huge 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 indication that this can be the thing that will prevent you from achieving your career goals as well 
because you can have a huge setback because of your health. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Yes. Hopefully not. <laughs> All right, next mistake. Being reactive in the work environment. Actually, being reactive in your career in general. What do we mean? For example, not improving because your peers don't care about excellence or about improving. Make sense? You don't improve because you want to improve. You know there are things you can do better, but your team doesn't want it. They they don't care about high standards and then you're limited by the people around you, right? right? That's a problem. A lot of people in this situation, we get emails almost daily telling this kind of mm-hmm. stories. And I know it's not easy, but don't be reactive and don't let this influence your future, right? You need to know how to incentivize your peers, first of all, to chase excellence, to raise the bar, you know, achieve high standards. Or you need to learn how to find better teams or even create it, you know? If you have the skills and you think that you can do better, why don't you find opportunities to create your own team? Step up, you know? Maybe you're ready, ready to step up to the next one. Maybe you are a junior, you should be more mid, or maybe you are already ready to be a senior and take the lead in the team and help them, you know, help a new team or create a new team where you can have a bigger influence and help everyone chase excellence. Make sense? That's it. It's not because people around you are not pushing it that you don't need, you need to do what they're doing. You know, this is being reactive. You need to be proactive with your career. Another example, being reactive is only learning skills to deal with the daily emergencies, you know? Only learning whatever is thrown at you at work. <laughs> the, yeah. Or only learning whatever is you see on <laughs> trending on so, Twitter. Yeah. Because by the time you get there and you learn this new skill, this new fat, it's gone. You know? When there's a trend, you already lost the, the train, probably. <laughs> by the time you master it, most of the trends, they go away. What you need to learn is the fundamentals they never change. Universal, you know, things that change, like they worked 50 years ago, they're gonna work 50 years from now. And of course you need to learn the frameworks, the fads that happen. But if you know the fundamentals, it's very easy to learn the frameworks because they are implemented by following the fundamentals. Yes. Makes sense? So maybe you are in a place where you're not happy with, but don't be reactive to the place, be proactive. What do you need to do to improve things or to take the lead, or to find a better team. Exactly. Hopefully, hopefully you can find better opportunities. Be proactive. Make sense? Yes. Exactly. Uh, Gordon says, "I'm on the. I am. I am. I am the only iOS developer at my employer." Is this damaging to my career long-term as there is no obvious opportunities to step up and become a lead or senior? I can't be in a lead in a team of one. Okay. Yeah, to be a leader, you need followers. (laughs) Yes. I mean... 
simple as that, right? Can it be damaging? It depends. If it's a good job, if you're happy there. <clears throat> yes, exactly. See what you want to achieve. Like find that. What do you want? Yeah, find that first. And again, like... <laughs> look at this chat. It's like we're all over the world, you know? It's, I don't think you, you need to have someone in the office to learn. Yeah, it's... Yeah, you can start mentoring people online. Yes. It can even be a service that you can charge for your time. Yes. Or you can do it for free. Yes. See, like, you need to look at problems as opportunities, you know? Every problem can be switched to an opportunity when you change your mindset. Yes, exactly. I don't have anyone to mentor. Well, <laughs> there it is. The problem is the solution. And one thing you can count, like, certainly on is that if you don't have anyone else that, that uh, to mentor you, you know, a bunch of other people have the same problem. So that's food for thought. Maybe you can help those somehow as well, because they're looking for an answer. And that's turning the problem into an opportunity. Most problems are the solution. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Okay, next mistake. Asking for feedback and following advice from people who haven't achieved what you want. In simple terms, if you want to make a million dollars, listen to people who made a million dollars starting from where you are right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Make sense? Yes. Don't listen to random advice from people who never made it. They never made it. Maybe they read a bunch of books and they have some advice to give you, but if they don't do it, don't listen to them. Okay, don't listen to what people say, but what they do. That's the key to avoid bad advice. Exactly. <laughs> and people maybe give you advice, but they don't wish you harm, you know? They wish you well. They really think the advice is gonna help you. But they just don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. If they don't know what they're talking about and they think they must have an opinion, it's probably <laughs> wrong, you know? <laughs> so don't listen to it. <laughs> Very simple. Exactly. Maybe you are leaving someone else's narrative, you know? A narrative that is wrong for what you want in life. I don't know, maybe you went on Twitter three years ago and you read someone saying that, oh, testing is a waste of time for your iOS apps, you know? Mm -hmm. And maybe you're making decisions based on that tweet that you don't even remember who wrote. <laughs> maybe, the the, maybe the person who wrote it already changed their minds and you're still living this narrative that is not serving you it's not helping you get to where you want to get because you're following some random advice that someone gave you with nothing, nothing to support it. How many, how many things are we living, you know, and believing because of something we heard when we were kids, you know, right. maybe someone say you were not good enough, you know, like, and it's, 
stays with you. Yeah. So don't listen to them. Never reevaluated. Don't. Exactly. So maybe you need to reevaluate some advice you got, you know, some narratives you've been living. Because a lot of people will freely give you <laughs> advice. <laughs> no, no background to support it. It's free. You know, it may sound good. Like, it may sound like good advice. Like, oh, this person said it very confidently. <laughs> yes. But there's nothing to support it. Just random internet wisdom. <laughs> For example, go to any Swift community. Go there on Facebook, LinkedIn, and ask, which one is best? MVC, MVVM, or MVP? And you're going to get all kinds of random, random advice, you know, completely misleading from people that don't even know what they're talking about. They just memorize something they read on the internet, some misinformation, they got it there. Some people are going to say, no, all of them are bad. Just use Viper. No, you should use Redux. No, 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 no. You should use whatever is the new fad, right. <laughs> you know? Yes. No understanding of the basic foundational principles behind those decisions you know copy and paste from stack overflow so an answer there start spreading around the misinformation and it got to you so don't let it get to you you know follow the advice of people with a track record of getting where you want to go especially helping people like you to get there as well that's extremely important don't listen to what people say, but what they do. Yes. Exactly. I know, Mike, you like finance. When a finance guy gives advice, you say, oh, show me your portfolio. Are you doing that? Or are you just saying like random things? Are you putting, or do you have skin in the game? Is your money in this investment you, you're telling me to do? That's it. <laughs> exactly. So you have skin in the game. That's it. Yeah. When your bank manager calls you asking you to make some bad investment, ask them, did you invest in this? <laughs> I mean, and this, this and so yeah, on. like this is, yeah, very important. Do you have skin in the game? Unfortunately, yeah. Other, either, if you're wrong, <laughs> will you lose? <laughs> That's it. Otherwise, like for me, I mean, okay, this is probably, you know, it's, more personal, uh, I apply it. Like if someone doesn't, like if someone gives you advice and they just, they don't have skin in the game, you know, like they don't have a, a piece of this, they, they're not invested in your success. What's the point then? It's like, you know, <laughs> why not? Exactly. Why not, right? So like if you fail, they lose nothing. Exactly. But you lose so, a lot. <laughs> I don't know, like it doesn't sound good to me. Probably you can find better spots you know to invest or grow or whatever it is that you're doing that's that's it all right next mistake mistake 11 keeping your career plan a secret you know ios developers your boss cannot read your mind <laughs> Maybe your career plan is to grow, as the guy said, 30% every year. But your boss thinks that your career plan is to get a new iPhone. So next year, they're going to give you an iPhone. <laughs> very, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Very important. 
or they think you like a better title and they're going to call you the ninja iOS developer master blaster of the universe. Right. But that's not what you want. You're not working for a title, you know. You want to grow and maybe lead the team or maybe you want to switch teams to another project. You need to make it clear. You need to make it clear with your boss, with your manager. Because when you are aligned, when your goals and the business goals are aligned, you both can prosper. <laughs> Makes sense? Very, very important. Very, very important. So it's much better when you can align your career goals with the business goals so you can grow together. Yes. And mistake number 12. The last one is lack of ambition, you know? Some iOS developers have no ambition. They're happy with the average salary. And they think, you know what? Why would I work more? Why would I do anything more? But the thing is, you are going to work every day like everyone else and working the same amount, eight hours a day, you know? 40 hours, 44 hours a week. Just like the other one that is making double what you're making. So by having no ambition, you're not saving effort, you're not saving time. You're wasting time and effort. Does it make sense? Exactly. If you are a professional, you should get everything you work so hard for. Exactly. That's key. You know, don't settle for average. It's less fun. We are in a very rich, very rich industry, iOS development. Yes. A lot of opportunities. So don't settle for average. You're not saving anything. You're not saving effort. You're not making your life easier. Make sense? Yes. It's, it's, it's more fun with ambition, you know? It's like you're, you're going to experience more things. It's my opinion. But I, I believe so. You're going to experience more things and you're going to have a more fulfilled life, most probably. You know, if you have ambition, you're going to... That means that the everything's going to be set in motion, you know, to achieve that. That's going to bring struggle, you know, constructive struggle, which is going to generate fulfillment. And that's how, that's how you build your machine, you know, your personal machine. And then you build exactly. more machines from that machine and, you know, that's it. Exactly. And for you to grow, if you're very ambitious, you need to be more productive. Mm -hmm. You need to be a team player. You need to learn a bunch of positive traits. You need to develop a bunch of positive traits. You're going to grow. Everyone around you is going to grow. Does this make sense? Yep. Because if you don't settle, people around you are not going to settle as well. You're going to be an example. You're going to be a leader. Exactly. This is how teams get to the next level, you know, and you like someone needs to start that, like ignite this revolution you know <laughs> within the team and be that person yes exactly be that person it's awesome for everyone all right so those were the 12 mistakes maybe you were expecting me to say oh you are i don't know using a for loop when you should use man <laughs> <laughs> No. Yes. Those are not the career mistakes that will transform transform your career. You know, it's not changing a for loop with a map with a flat map that will change your career. You know, those are 
tips and tricks that may make your code more beautiful or more performant. And you need to know those tricks, right? But you already know that. I'm not here to tell you what you already know. Yeah. I want you to have to transform your career. So you need to do things that you're not doing right now, things that you don't know yet. And that was the goal. And the final thing here is like, you need to be a doer, you know? It can be hard enough to think through everything we said here and actually create your plan. You know, your 2021 plan. But think it's just the first step. Just the first step. You gotta do it, but it's the first step. Then you need to commit to implementing the plan, to executing the plan. Right? So you need to be a thinker and you need to gather your data, measure the right things, research to expand your horizons. And this will be your GPS. It will tell you where you are and where you can go. Make sense? I'm pretty sure, I'm positive that most of you iOS developers can get at least 2x improvements at least in 2021. If you do it, if you plan, if you stick to the plan and you implement it, you know, with your GPS in hand, with those questions answered, you can create a simple plan to invest in your education, get the skills, you know, and if you buy a course, if you buy a book, you gotta read the book and you gotta practice. You gotta practice and you need to implement what you learned. So you need to be a doer. And don't forget to create emergency reserve so you're not afraid. Because we all need to pay bills. <laughs> I know it. I know. It's not easy. But with an emergency reserve, you're not afraid. It's much easier. And again, don't listen to people that never achieved what you want. Don't listen to what people say, but what they do. The advice we're giving here, we implemented them and we got results. That's just us. <laughs> like a bunch of other people. Like... I learned from other people that did it first and taught me how to do it. Yes. And it works. That it works. I learned from you. But you got to do it. Yep. So I want to see everyone now in the chat say, I am going to do it. <laughs> I will be a thinker and a doer. Come on. Pierre, you want to be the Ninja iOS Master Blaster of the Universe? <laughs> yes, you will be a doer for sure. Awesome. Fantastic. Awesome. Editor. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yes. yes. Fantastic. Awesome. That's it. Now you got to do it. Now that you commit, you got to do it. Yeah. And like we are, we are together in all this. This is the other key right it's like you're not alone that's extremely important 
yeah, we want to help you be a doer, you know? So subscribe to the channel. We're going to be giving you the advice, the support, the push you need mm -hmm. to do it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so if you want to learn more, we are running a free online event until Sunday, until this Sunday. It's a career event by iOS developers, Mike and I, for iOS developers. You can join us at academy.essentialdeveloper.com. We are committed to getting you to the next level in 2021. But you gotta do it. So we'll see you again next time. Bye, y'all. See ya.